0: Hi there basketball fans and of course Moncton Magic fans in particular. Scott Squires with you on Magic Time today and very pleased to be joined as always by the head coach of the Moncton Magic. This is Joe Salerno. Happy New Year coach.
1: Yes Scott. Happy New Year uh, to you as well.
0: Thank you very much. 2019 is upon us. I don't know where the time goes and how the years fly by. But it keeps happening. Uh, how was your New Year's Eve?
1: It was great. I mean, we we got a win, <laughs> so that's always that's always great on New Year's Eve. I think this was my eighth uh, eighth straight New Year's Eve having a, a game, so it's it's become kind of a normal tradition. Um, you know, we got back from PEI. It, I walked into my door at about eleven forty-five p.m., so uh, kind of just on time to throw on the TV. But uh, so no, it was it was good. It's been a a, a good. Uh, it was a good two thousand eighteen, and hoping two thousand nineteen even better.
0: Yeah, indeed. So that's not a bad way to celebrate New Year's Eve. You get the win over on the island, you make it back in time to ring in the New Year with uh, with your family. Now, before we move on, i got to hearken back to the last podcast that we did prior to Christmas. And we were discussing uh, gift-giving and things of that nature. Uh, did you get a new set of knives, Coach?
1: I didn't, but I got a new cutting board. Which was, you know, I mean, that that's, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of like it's, it's a uh, twin sister, right? So I, I did get a new cutting board, um, you know, which was, I was actually, I was probably more excited about a new cutting board than any, any normal human should be. Um, but yeah, so I got a cutting board, but no, no new
0: knives. See, that's where the, uh, the cleverness of your dear wife, uh, she joked on Facebook after we did the podcast she said that she kind of opened herself up for you telling that story about the knives. But see, again, she's one step ahead. She's like, I'm not going to give Joe knives. I'm going to give him a cutting board. Kind of a nice combination, right.
1: Yeah, exactly. But we were we were in we were in dire need of a, of a new cutting board. So uh, no, I got that, and uh, we we had a, we had a great Christmas. Kids had a great time, and uh, you know it was nice. I had some some family up, and uh, they were able to catch two or three games. So uh, you know, overall, it was, it was a great holiday.
0: That is good to hear. So I know that you've. Got a road trip that you're actually beginning tonight in terms of playing your first game. Uh, You've made the trip up to Ontario. We'll get to your games on that road trip in just a second. But uh, the milestones have been coming fast and furious here for the Moncton Magic. Of course, you had that great run to begin the season from a team perspective, uh, getting the second best start to a regular season ever, going 10-0. But a couple of uh, personal milestones for some uh, key p- members of the Moncton Magic. Billy White getting quite a milestone hitting 2000 career points in the National Basketball League of Canada and Corey Almond as well hitting a big milestone uh, 1000 points. Maybe just a couple of words about those two guys and their longevity in this league to, to be able to hit those marks.
1: Yeah, I was very happy for for both of those guys. I mean, Billy, you know, scoring 2000 points in um well, let's see, four years, right? This is his fourth uh, fourth season in the league. So I mean that that's a pretty serious number. It's a lot of uh it's a lot of points to put up. You know, he's one of only twelve players uh in league history to ever do that. Um, you know, so that that was just really exciting to for him and, and of course Corey hitting the thousand point mark who, who's really only been in the league for um well probably probably about two full seasons as of now. Um, so you know that was also a nice milestone to hit, and yeah, I think you're starting to see you know a lot of players that have played in the league now for you know two to three to four years start hitting some of these milestones, and I think it's a nice you know the league has done a nice job by by recognizing some of those players uh, you know over the last couple of weeks uh, you know Horace Wormley and and I think Gabe Freeman and um, you know I've seen a lot of guys kind of start being recognized by the league, so it was great it was great to see a couple of our, our Magic guys um, you know uh, hitting some big points in their career and. You know, I think both those guys still have quite a ways to go. So, um, you know, uh, I was happy for them.
0: Yeah, those guys, uh, certainly great contributors to the league as a whole, but definitely to the Moncton Magic, more specifically, I should say. Now, those two guys, Corey and Billy, Billy White, Corey Allman, obviously cornerstone pieces of this team this year. But player movement is a part of this league and recently, uh, very recently, actually, uh, the Moncton Magic announcing the signing uh, of a big man that I've enjoyed watching, actually, in a visitor's uniform playing the Moncton Magic, Joel N'Dondo. What can you tell us about uh, what he's going to bring to this squad, coach?
1: Yeah, I think Joel is going to bring another physical presence uh, to our front court. Uh, you know, he's got great size, he's, he's very mobile for, uh, for, you know, guys 6'9, 250, 255. Um, you know, we, we were really, you know, we really kind of been running with a, a three big rotation for the most part with Nick Evans, Billy and, and uh, Denzel Taylor. Um, you know, we've kind of been waiting and waiting for for Chad posthumous to, to become healthy. And and it just looked like that was going to be another, you know, really two to three weeks. I think it's he was back up to full, full speed. And, um, you know, we just needed to, to make a move. And, you know, Joel, Joel was, uh, you know, recently let go from Cape Breton. Uh, He had a a nice season, you know, as a reserve player in in, in that type of role for the riptide last season. And to me, you know, Joel's the type of guy, he just, he understands his role. You know, he's a guy who knows his job is to go and and set screens and, and rebound the ball and and protect the rim a little bit. And, um, you know, that's something we were lacking and and we definitely wanted to, to add some more depth to our front court. Um, You know, and he was an available Canadian player who, who has some experience in this league. So, um, you know, he was a, a nice pickup for us. He actually joined the team last night in Toronto. Uh, he's from Ajax, Ontario. So he met us last night uh, when we arrived at Pearson and, um, you know, just finished his first walkthrough with us this morning. So uh, time-wise, it worked out pretty well, and certainly logistically it did. So, you know, looking forward to, to getting Joel acclimated with the team. And, um, you know, I'm sure he'll, he'll see some, some time this weekend. So he'll kind of be thrown right into the fire, but I, but I think he'll be fine.
0: Yeah, a great time to join the team. He's going to look real good in the Moncton Magic colors, and he'll kind of be uh, extra feeling good in terms of getting acclimated, being in his home province of Ontario, where, as you said, being from Ajax. So nice timing there with uh, Mr. Indondo joining the Moncton Magic. You mentioned Ch- uh, Chad Posthumus. Obviously, uh, he's been released, and Corey Lucius as well. Um, so a couple of roster moves there. And another announcement, Coach, we're kind of scooping uh, the team announcement here, but as we record this live uh, ahead of your game tonight versus London, maybe just a little bit of uh, news on the roster front in terms of a player going on the IR.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, we had to we had to place Billy White uh, on the injured reserve uh, yesterday. Last night, we, we put him on our injured reserve list. <clears throat> you know, obviously, Billy's been dealing with a, a wrist injury um, for about the last month or so. Um, and you know, he, he, re-injured that wrist again on, on New Year's Eve on PEI. <clears throat> so after, uh, some, neg- some, uh, x-rays, um, the other day, uh, and seeing a hand specialist, uh, yesterday morning, uh, you know, we ruled that he was going to be out for, for some time. Um, he actually has a, an MRI scheduled for tomorrow, uh, just to, to rule out or, or see if there's some ligament damage as well in that wrist. So, um, you know, talking with the, with Dr. Dual, uh, in Moncton yesterday, You know, he he said he was just shocked that that Billy has been able to to play, um, you know, for the last month with the wrist as as it's been. You know, Billy's been receiving treatment on it, but that last shot on New Year's Eve really really did kind of a number on it. So, you know, we're trying to stay positive. Um, Obviously, tomorrow's a pretty big day uh, as far as when we may get some results back uh, from his MRI. Uh, You know, we certainly have our fingers crossed that it's uh, not going to be a a lengthy amount of time. But... um, yeah, I mean that's the hand that we've kind of been dealt. You know, it's been a, a season of a lot of injuries and a, and a lot of kind of surprises, and I'm just proud of our guys for kind of dealing with all that adversity and continuing to to win ball games and play pretty good basketball. So um, Billy has been put on the IR. You know, we're we're really not sure how long that's going to be. You know, he's not with the team in Ontario today because of his appointments. Uh, you know, this week uh, dealing with the wrist. So hopefully, it's uh, it's not as bad as as. Um, Hopefully it's not that bad, and uh, we'll we can see him back in the lineup shortly.
0: Yeah, he brings such a, a great dynamic to this Moncton Magic squad. So versatile is Billy White. I mean, we talk about it all the time, Dave Tingley and I, on the broadcast about just how versatile he is. Another uh, player signing and another big announcement from the Moncton Magic just a couple of days ago, bringing in uh, Duke Mundy, uh, and he actually suited up and played for you guys on New Year's Eve uh, what kind of dimension, what dynamic does Duke bring to the squad, Coach?
1: Duke brings an awful lot. I mean, he he certainly he brings a lot. Obviously, with the departure of, of Doug Herring, um, you know, we had a, a very big hole to fill at that kind of starting point guard position. I think Gen Thomas has been doing a tremendous job filling that hole since since Doug has left. Uh, you know, but Duke's a little bit of a veteran guy. You know, I thought he was one of the most efficient players in, in the NBL last season before joining the uh, the Legends in the the G League. Um, so, I mean, he's just a kind of do everything type guard, you know, he can score, he can distribute, he can really defend. Um, he's got good size to him, you know, he's really a really nice piece for us to add, you know, he actually arrived at, at 1.00 AM, um, you know, the morning of of New Year's Eve and he was playing, you know, on PEI, uh, at 7.00 PM that same day. So, you know, I think Duke for not having any practice time with the team at all, uh, really only been in the Maritimes for, Uh, you know, about 16 hours before suiting up for a game. I I thought he looked pretty good the other night, and he's only going to get better with with time. So, Duke was a a great pickup for us, and and we expect big things from him, you know, this year. And, you know, so far he certainly has enjoyed his time with his teammates and, uh, uh, you know, looking forward to being a a really big contributor to our, uh, our team this season.
0: You never know what a season is going to bring, whether it's injuries, player movement, and other unexpected things, but certainly the Moncton Magic have embraced the next man up mentality. With some of the injury situations that have arisen, Coach, and and some of the player movements which have been expected and unexpected, I guess, in some cases, what's the mood in the room been like with the guys, you know, during practices, shoot-arounds, whatever, with that next man up mentality? What's the sense that you get from your guys?
1: Well, I think it's been, I mean, it's been positive. They've been as positive with it as, as I think they can be. Um, you know, they were very positive. I shoot around this morning. I think they got a lot of good bounce in this step. And, um, you know, obviously, I mean, when you, like, you know, tonight playing without Billy White has been such a huge, huge key piece for our, uh, our already kind of, um, you know, short front court, you know, where we really only been playing in kind of a three-guy rotation that's a that's a huge, huge, huge hole for us to try to fill tonight, you know. So guys like Evans and Taylor, uh, you know, Eddie Osamoa, um, you know, Nadando Jante, all those guys are gonna have to step up, you know, on the course of this over the course of this road trip. Uh especially when we're playing some teams with some very formidable front courts and you know, Windsor on Friday night with uh Juan Patillo and and uh DeAndre Thomas and then of course KW with, with uh Derek Hall and Flannard Whitfield and they came at a really difficult time, but um, like I said, our players have had a positive mentality. I think we all feel we have a, a pretty sound roster and a lot of different guys that contribute on different nights, and we've proven that. So, you know, for us, it's uh, it's unfortunate. We, we, we sure as heck wish Billy was, was playing with us tonight, uh, but he's not. And, you know, I think once the ball goes up, that's out of everybody's mind, and it's just, um, you know, do what we have to do to try to win.
0: Certainly bench play has been an important part of the Moncton Magic for the majority of this season, with a couple of minor exceptions, uh, but really it's been a, a you know a t- all-team-in mentality. The start is important, yes, but you've gotten great contributions off the bench. With some of the changes, with Duke coming in, uh, the injury to Billy White, the Joel and Dondo signing, uh, do you have an idea what your starting five might look like tonight, Coach?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it will it will stay as is over the last couple of games, only inserting Denzel Taylor in uh, Billy White's absence. Um, you know, I think you may see Wayne McCullough move to the the four position a little bit more, which would, would mean some more minutes for for uh, Isaiah Tate. You know, at the three, and um, you know, I mean, we have some pieces to shift around. We're just going to be a little bit smaller than than what we're normally used to playing at. Um, you know, obviously that will change things a little bit defensively for us as well. So. You know the guys are just going to have to adapt and adjust on the fly, and you know good players can do that. Good teams do that. They um, they see the changes that have to be made and the adjustments, and then they go out and and they execute those. So um, you know, big shoes to fill. You know, but uh, I'm confident in the guys that we have, and and they're going to be able to do that. So um, you know, we'll see once the ball goes up. But certainly, a lot of guys need to step up, and, and certainly our, our bench does.
0: You got this long stretch coming up now to start off 2019. Uh, your first. Venture up into Ontario, Uh, as we mentioned, you got the defending champs, London Lightning tonight, then off to Windsor tomorrow to take on the Express, uh, a down day, so to speak, in terms of game time on Saturday, and then uh, the KW Titans on Sunday, then uh, you get to come back home, but then you've got to go back over to Charlottetown playing the Island Storm on the 11th, and then you've got Halifax on the 12th, not back home at the Avenue Centre, until the 18th of this month, Coach, so there's always a stretch in a season that kind of tests the metal of any team. What have you, as a coaching staff, said to the team in terms of the importance of this road trip and this stretch over the next uh, 10, 12 days? Look, all the games are important, but again, sometimes there's chunks of a season that you look at and you say, okay, this is going to kind of test who we are, what we're all about, but what's the message been?
1: Message has been what it has been the whole season. It's, it's a, let's take this one game at a time. You know, we're not looking ahead to January 18th or we're not looking ahead to, you know, wow, that's a tough back-to-back, you know, at PEI, at Halifax next weekend. It's, it's just about London, you know, right now. Um, it's, it's about, you know, again, some of the adjustments we have to make with, with the unexpected injuries and, and new players, things of that nature. So it's just, it's just focusing on today. Um, and you know, the only thing you're going to do by, by looking at this big, long road trip is, is get overwhelmed and, uh, you know, you're going to lose sight of of what you have to do to win that specific game tonight. So, you know, we're just, we're just thinking about London. I mean, that's all we're thinking about. Uh, we're not thinking about Windsor tomorrow or KW Sunday. It's just about the lightning this evening. So, um, the guys have done a nice job of, of trying to stay, you know, focused on just that. And, um, you know, like I said, that's just another, I think, attribute to our team and, and you know why we've had the success we have
0: this season coach always want to do uh, what's best for the team you always want the team to do well and in the off season, that is certainly what you and the coaching staff did you put together an excellent squad a very good core we all know what the mantra is around the team you know they the team the Moncton Magic they want to get to the pinnacle they want to win the championship all that aside if someone had said to you three or four days before the start of the regular season that you'd be into the first week of 2019, 15 games into the regular year, you'd be 12 and three. What would you have said?
1: Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if I would have believed him, um, just because it's it's so difficult to win games every night. You know, and, and when I, I still look at our first nine games of the season, you know, several of those games were against Halifax and the Edge and. And, of course, a very, very much improved Cape Breton team. So, you know, I'm not sure I would have believed them. I obviously would have been very happy if someone said we were going to be 12-3. and three. Um, It certainly has come with, with some struggles with, again, unexpected departures of, of Carson and Herring and then the injury to White. I mean, these are, you know, in the off season, you know, really three of your, your kind of big four that, that you had signed. Um, you know, and, and as of tonight, none of those guys are in the lineup. So, uh, I think I'd be a little more excited if, if we, you know, if Billy was healthy and, uh, you know, we had our full roster intact, but you know, we're again, man, we're just trying to win tonight. It's, uh, it's been a great start. Like I said, it was a great back end of 2018 for the magic and, uh, but we have a, a ton of games left, you know, 25 games left in the regular season. Um, and obviously we're in, we're in a, the middle of a transition with our roster. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm pleased with the start and I'm certainly looking forward to seeing how we're going to kind of react, respond, and, and what 2019 uh, has in store for us.
0: So many good stories on this Moncton Magic team, Coach. But one of the guys that for me was such a key and such a happy thing for me when I knew he was coming back was Corey Almond. And just watching him go about his business all season long, whether it's leading the team on the floor, how he dealt with that injury early on the way he conducts himself on social media, the way that he kind of has taken the general's role in terms of leading this team on and off the court. Uh, What can you say about Corey Allman and what he brings to this team, Coach?
1: I mean, Corey's all in. I mean, that's the best way to describe it. And I'm not talking about his poker skills because Corey has proven to be a very good (laughs) all-in type player in Texas, but But he's all in on the the Moncton Magic. You know, I mean, he's... uh, he loves playing here. He loves the organization. He loves the city of Moncton. Um, you know, this is the, the magic is, is his passion. Um, you know, he wants to win as, as bad as anybody does. And, you know, I mean, he on a daily basis is trying to, to bring that mentality to, to our locker room. And, you know, that's the type of attitude that you want rubbing off on the rest of your guys. And that's a huge reason why we resigned him uh, for this upcoming season. So, no, Corey's been great. Um you know, and as a veteran guy and, and one of only you know three returnees that we have from last year's team, you know, he he understands how we want to do things, and and he tries to do that every day when he comes to work. So, um, Corey was a you know probably our most important signing you know really in this off season, and uh, you know he's gotten off to a to a good start. So, you know we'll certainly kind of uh, rely on him quite a bit to help us get through these transitions, and and um, you know hopefully continues to play well.
0: Sometimes it's funny that. A player on a team can sometimes uh, have their uh, season summed up by how their former fans talk about them. And and where I'm going with this is Wayne McCullough, a guy that you know we've talked about another podcast, how you kind of discovered him a couple of years ago back in that hot hot gym in that small town in Texas. But when he played the other night against the Island Storm, I was reading some of the comments uh, from the Island Storm fans about just how much they love this guy and how they wish the Island Storm still had him and that they're kind of, uh, you know, uh, being a little bit sad over the fact that the Monk now have Wayne McCullough. But coach, again, it's a team game, but another guy that I think we should take a second just to talk about, because we have told that story about how you discovered him and, you know, he played for you on the island, and he had to move on. You brought him back. But this year, he really seems to be coming into his own. He's had some great looks on the offensive side of the floor, but his defense and his whistle is really something to behold up front and, and up close and personal when we call the games. Uh, what can you talk about or what can you say about what Mr. McCullough has brought to this squad?
1: <clears throat> Wayne Wayne's just brought uh, a great attitude and work ethic. Uh, every day, whether it's, it's game day or whether it's on, on the practice court or in film or, or whatever it is. I mean, when he comes to work, he comes to work. I mean, he's he's completely focused on, on what he's doing. And, and he's a very young player, and he has a ton of intangibles. And, um, you know, he's a guy who could be a, a very good pro for, for, for quite a while. Um, you know, and, and, and he's not – he's he's unselfish. And he's just uh, – he wants to do his job. He wants to do it well. Um you know, first and foremost he wanted the opportunity to really have a, a key role uh with a team and I think that's a big reason, you know, when I when I told Wayne, listen, I'm I'm gonna give you your shot. I'm gonna give you your shot. You've been waiting for for the last couple of years and now it's up to you to take advantage of it. And uh and he has and he's done that and he's grasped that and he hasn't lost sight of that. Um this is the most minutes and and shots and most important role he's played in the pro game the last three years. And he's not letting that get to his head. You know, he's still just, just Wayne, just come in and and do my job and work hard. And, um, you know, so that that's just been a extremely, not a surprise, uh, because again, I was anticipating if he really got an opportunity to play, he was going to be good. Uh, but it certainly has been, um, you know, expectations met and that's been, been great for us. So, um, no, man, Wayne, we're just thrilled to have him. You know, I love seeing him in in the the black and silver here and, uh, you know, hopefully he's around a guy we, we can keep around for a year or two.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to start nicknaming him Mr. Poster because you can always tell when he has that chance to fly high, take the ball to the rim, and posterize another player as the adage goes around basketball, he loves to take that opportunity. But again, just just a fun player to watch. Coach, before we kind of wrap up here, we've talked about a lot of the different things with this team this year, and look, it happens in the course of a season, right? Player movement, injury, so on and so forth. But as you are now, 15 games into the regular season, almost halfway, if you had to give uh, a high grade and a low grade, what part of your team's game would you give the highest grade to? In other words, you know, A minus, A, A plus. And what part of the game would you give the lowest grade to in terms of it's the one that needs the most work, whether it's C minus, D, whatever. So first of all, what part of this team ga- team's game would you give the highest grade to? And what is the grade?
1: Um, I mean I I think we're I think we're an A A team on, on the defensive end. I, I think we're you know, we've proven that I think almost night in and night out. I mean we've had a couple games where we've had some lapses that have really cost us um you know, but but to hold teams to, you know, ninety four points or whatever we're at right now, I mean that that's just it's so difficult and it really hasn't been done, you know, for the entirety of a season in this league. I I haven't checked the record books but I'm I'm pretty sure we're we're right up there with, with the best ever in this league defensively. Um, and, and to me, it's not so much, oh, hey, we're an A defensive team. It's the way these guys execute how we want to defend certain guys and certain teams. You know, we don't try to overcomplicate things. We try to bring basic defensive principles to the specific team that we're playing that night. And then having the guys go out and, and stick to that, um, that's what I kind of give them an A for. And, you know, they bought into it. and I think they've just been they've been great on the defensive end. Um, you know, on, on the lower end of things, I mean, it's no secret. We're, we're really the worst free throw shooting team in the NBL, um, which is tough because it's not just a X is an O answer or a more film study answer. Um, you know, a lot of that is, is just, you know, mental confidence and toughness. And, um, you know, we have been better over the last few games, really since that Cape Breton loss, uh, religiously, we've been shooting a hundred free throws per day per guy. And that was something we never did ever, Um, you know, but we're doing it now and you're starting to see some slow improvements. So we'll continue to do that. But obviously the free throw shooting and, and, you know, still at times we're, we're not great offensively. Um, We're, we're getting better at at making good decisions and transitions. I think we're a team that can run Um, when we make good, simple basketball plays We're we're very tough, but, but that's another area we can improve on. I would probably give us around a C ish, um, you know, on the offensive end, CC plus. So, um, you know, things to work on still, which is which is great.
0: And you got lots of time left to work on it still. Twenty five games left in the regular season, and uh, number sixteen is tonight in London. Uh, a very different looking London Lightning team than captured the championship last season, but still some very formidable players on this team. A, a recent signing, Alex Superman Johnson. Uh, but they've got some other tough characters as well. Garrett Williamson, just to name one. Uh, what do you look for tonight from London, and what are going to be a couple of keys for the Moncton Magic to get num- win number thirteen tonight?
1: Yeah, I think I think they're. Um, <clears throat> I mean, they're a little underrated. Um, they're they're you know much better I think than the record shows. I think they've been better since you know they they made a coaching change, which sometimes that that has to happen. You know, with, with teams. Um, to me, I mean you go through the roster and you look at guys that have been so good in this league, Gary Williamson, you know, Alex Johnson, Marvin Phillips, Maurice Bolden, um Kirk Williams Junior, you know, Marcus Capers, like these are big names in our league. So they have a very talented roster. They're definitely the most athletic longest team that we've played. They have great overall size, uh, they have great length and they just have a, a ton of athletes. Um Bolden and gains and, you know, capers. And so that, that can make things very difficult for teams. Um, you know, key for us tonight is, is we have to force them to play a half-court game and, and rely on our defense. We can't allow them to run up and down the floor with these athletes they have and really make it a track meet. That's the last thing we want to do. Um, you know, we have to rebound the ball, you know, against their length. You know, they've struggled a little bit at times defensively this year, so I feel like if we can get the ball off the glass – we can run on them a little bit but then having to you know force them to to play a half court game offensively on on their side of the ball is, is is a big key tonight so it's going to be a really tough matchup for us tonight especially you know missing white uh who's you know really our best front court player um against this type of team with their size and length so you know it it'll, it'll be it'll be
0: interesting fans sometimes are curious about what exactly goes in to a road trip to travel where first of all where exactly are you talking to me from right now I know that you're in London but are you, are you on site are you at the hotel where where am I chatting with you right now
1: Yeah I'm 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 at the Delta uh Delta Hotel in, in downtown London which is where we stay when we we travel to play play the Lightning It's a lengthy road trip um you know we we left yesterday afternoon we actually practiced yesterday morning uh, we gave the guys the afternoon off uh, on New Year's Day uh, so, we practiced yesterday morning uh, before we flew out. We flew out early afternoon from Moncton. You know Our road trip finishes in, in Kitchener Waterloo, which is you know only about forty five minutes from from Pearson Airport. So we actually flew into Pearson uh yesterday and then you know we got into London eh, probably around midnight last night uh, into the hotel and then uh you know this morning um, you know we had our, our shoot around and film session at at Budweiser Gardens um, in, in London, we had that at uh, 11 a.m. this morning. <clears throat> this afternoon, we'll have a pregame meal, uh, you know, around 3.30. You know, we usually eat about three and a half hours before game time. Um, and then, and then we'll go play the game. You know, we'll stay the night in London tonight. And then uh, we'll, we'll take off for Windsor tomorrow morning. You know, we head right to uh, the WFCU Center for a, a walkthrough and film session. Um, and obviously, our, our scouting report session. Um, which we have on each team. We'll have all that tomorrow morning at the WFCU uh, before checking in. And then of course playing Windsor tomorrow night. Um, We'll stay over in Windsor after the game. We'll travel to KW on Saturday, depending on how our bodies are. We may have a practice late Saturday afternoon. We'll have our film sessions and and scouting reports done Saturday. And then uh, we'll play KW on Sunday. So it's, it's busy. There's never really any downtime and, um, you know, they're, they're, they call them road trips. are tough for a reason. There's a lot of, of moving parts. and um, But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you're, you're still trying to win a game, so you got to put all that stuff aside.
0: Well, the other good thing about it as well, uh, you know, these kinds of road trips really create some uh, some bonding time. And uh, certainly for a couple of the new additions to the team, uh, Joel Dondo and Duke Mondi, uh, a real chance to kind of be around the guys a whole lot. So we'll certainly be watching online from uh, back home here in the Maritimes, Coach, We wish you lots of luck tonight versus London and then tomorrow versus Windsor, and then we'll look forward to catching up with you on another podcast next week, and uh, we'll chat about uh, hopefully uh, the next three wins in a row.
1: That sounds great, Scott. I appreciate the time as
0: always. Oh, listen, Coach, uh, right back at you, my friend. I know it's a busy time for you, but really appreciate you uh, hopping on the podcast with us here on location in London, Ontario. Uh, Best of luck to you and the guys tonight uh, versus the Lightning. Okay, great. Thanks, Scott. Take care. Bye-bye. That is Coach Joe Salerno of the Moncton Magic. Really appreciate him hopping on the podcast from his hotel room. You heard him talk about how busy a time it is, especially when you're on a road trip like this. So again, thanks to Coach Joe Salerno for joining us. They play the London Lightning tonight. Remember, it's 8 o'clock Atlantic time, a 7 o'clock Eastern tip-off. So if you're watching the live stream, you can check it out through the Moncton Magic website and on YouTube as well. But remember, in Atlantic Canada, it is an 8 p.m. tip-off for the Moncton Magic and the London Lightning tonight. A big thank you to our sponsor, St. Louis Bar & Grill, Moncton Dieppe. One of their locations that I love going to is 1405 Mountain Road in Moncton. Their food is fantastic. The staff is wonderful. And if you need somewhere to go and hang out and just chill, watch some sports on TV and get some of the best food around, St. Louis, Bar and Grill, two locations in Moncton and Dieppe, is the place to go. Until next time, friends, this has been Magic Time. And remember, if you can't take part in sport, be a good one anyway. Happy New Year. All the best for 2019. Talk to you again soon.